Hello everybody, it is Wednesday the 8th of February 2023. Welcome to our £100 special focus meeting. Today I am delighted to welcome Audrey N from Dublin, living in County Meath. She first came to OA in 2015 and following a relapse she was back in the rooms in March 2020. So without further ado, Audrey, whenever you're ready, we'd love to hear your experience, strength and hope. Thank you so much, Harriet, and thanks everybody for allowing me the opportunity to be of service. Um, it's very important that I get to practice my 12th step um, by giving back what was so freely given to me. Um, I'm just going to take a breath just to invite me higher power. Um, and just to remember that OA has no outside opinions. Um, but me, on the other hand, I have plenty so I have to be very mindful that I try and stick to uh, my experience, strength and hope. So my name is Audrey Ann. Um, I am from Dublin and I currently live um, outside Dublin, County Meat. Um, to qualify to be a hundred pounder, I currently have lost 140 pound plus um, from coming to this programme. And I'm still working towards that healthy body weight uh, one day at a time. Um, all in hand with my higher power because I am powerless. Um, I will talk really briefly about, you know, what brought me into the rooms because, you know, I know anybody that has, you know, the at least a hundred pound to lose will know, you know, I've had experience of breaking chairs. I've had experience of, you know, seatbelt extenders, you know, uncomfortable sitting, walking into a room and looking around to see, is there a chair that I'm going to fit in, you know? Um, and just that shame, you know, that people were actually physically looking at my body um, and not looking at me when I came into a room. Um, for those who don't have a hundred pound to lose, um, to me, I feel that we all suffer the same, um, whatever way our disease manifests. So I do not think that I suffer more because I had a hundred pound or more to lose. Um, that's just how my disease manifests. And I got up to 410 pounds in the highest weight. Yeah, you know, I came in, as I said, 2015. Um, it was my mom who found OA and had suggested that I try it because I had tried every other um, remedy, you know, every other pain way, um, you know, soups, laxatives, you know, everything that you can imagine, I've tried it. Um, and I could, I did lose weight, you know. Um, I lost weight. I lost like eight and a half stone at one point for a wedding, um, but it came back on, you know, with plenty more than I had lost um and I was over that weight so you know the for me I I recall being a small child and having um you know like kind of just more I wouldn't have known it was anxiety at the time but I would have taught just a worried child you know I always had that worry feeling in my stomach um no trauma you know nothing like that you know um but I did get an ease and comfort from food and I learned very young that when I was upset or happy um or um worried or any of those feelings that came up that I didn't know what, what or how to deal with them um I would use food to numb out whatever the feelings were um I didn't know at the time what it was I didn't know I had an illness you know and thank god I've been brought through the program um and through the doctor's opinion and now I know that I do have an illness um but I also have um a solution you know a solution the only solution um, you know, for me is this um, program. Um, just, you know, the XXX on the, the 
the big book, it tells me there in the doctor's opinion. And I love the doctor's opinion purely because, you know, doctors, I don't know where anybody, you know, in the country lives, but doctors are very fond of making a few bob, you know. Um, and this doctor, you know, was outside of him and admitted that, you know, he did not have um, the solution. And I love that he had the balls to stand up and say, you know, this is out side of anything I can do this has to come from a spiritual experience but you know halfway down on xxx it says there all these and many others have one symptom in common they cannot start drinking so me and anybody else that has this disease cannot start eating those foods it sets up a craving in me you know so that one bite leads to another um which will lead to um for me it was non-stop eating so it was breakfast to lunch or breakfast to snack snack to lunch lunch to snack and all the way through um you know, you know, and it says it's the phenomenon of craving manifests as an allergy. Um, and the only treatment is entire abstinence. That's the only treatment. You know, when I first came in 2015, it was a Monday to Friday abstinence. You know, it was a don't eat unless it was a party. You know, don't eat unless you're eating out. And the eating out and the parties were more frequent, you know. Um, so, you know, to qualify, yes, I came in. Um, I've been an overeater all my life, um, numbed out of life, you know. Um, high, you know, senior year, you know, uh, college, all of watching everybody else doing stuff, you know. I watched life from the sidelines, you know, at the discos, everybody else was dating, you know. Um, at, you know, when people were getting married or going to parties, you know, I was the one that was just having the crack, you know, because I, wasn't really into that but the thing was is that I had no confidence I had no self-worth no self-belief and I was numbed out um and I moved to America when I was 20 and geographical cure you know it's going to cure me you know it's a land of opportunity um and I just got bigger and bigger you know and then it was the case of I can't go home like this I can't go home people cannot see me with this weight on me um um, but my sister decided to get married and asked me to be chief bridesmaid and yeah I had to come home so I went to a pain way and I lost eight stone very quickly Um, got into a dress came home and was you know happy that you know I was able to face people a few months later decided to move back home and life became lifey you know um build up of human emotions were back you know resentments were building back up you know looking for a job I was back in college I was doing all of that stuff um watching my friends day you know watching my friends get married and have kids um and the way you know just came back and back um I did meet somebody um and had no interest had no interest in them you know um but they started to show interest in somebody else so I thought oh if I don't tell this person I'm interested in them you know because I had no self-worth or self-belief you know maybe I'm never going to find anybody so um sad to say that I did I settled and you know I had a relationship with that person for a long time of two fantastic children um but then that all turned into during a breakup turned into very bitter from me and I became the martyr I became the single mom who was doing everything poor me you know um and I slated that man you know um and never gave him a chance to parent you know because I do it all and tell everybody I was doing it all so that I could self-seek you know because my biggest one offender is self-seeking you know I want to do everything for everybody so that they would say god isn't she great and I'm getting a need met from that 
Um, you know, the book also says, you know, dangerous isolation. You know, I isolated out of life. Um, there was hens parties, there was christenings, there was uh, friends having, you know, get-togethers. Um, the only things I ever turned up to, physically turned up to, were weddings, but I was never there. You know, I was numbed out. Um, if I wasn't numbed out from food, I was numbed out from, you know, just drinking alcohol with everybody else for the day so that, you know, I could function. Um, but yeah, enough of the, you know, the disease, you know, let's get into the solution and what this program has given me um so yes I came back in March 2020 the pandemic what a horrific you know time for people but for me it saved my life you know I came back into the rooms um and got on meetings like this you know my job has changed currently and now I attend court a lot of days a lot of Wednesdays so you know I've, I'm unfortunately not able to attend as much as I can but yes meetings like this you know meetings like the Tuesday the recovery from relapse and I do say that I relapsed but if I really look at it, I don't know whether I was ever really entirely abstinent that I could say it was a relapse but look I left the rooms and put back on the weight and um that 2020 you know I looked at people I could see recovery in people and I was so resentful you know um but I stepped I, I kept coming back to meetings and I, I got in contact with my old sponsor and she wasn't in a position to bring me back through the steps and she said to me you know there's a thing called a vision for you and there's podcasts and you know just keep going to them and see what you get and I did you know um I got a sponsor um I waited till the July to get a sponsor because you know I was kind of sitting on the sitting in the meetings from March to July going well maybe I kind of know what I'm doing and um, I just go to meetings and I just see you know you know I just try you know but I knew you know there was no way I needed to go through this this program so my sponsor brought me through surrender school a lot of reading a lot of extra you know and whatever way you're brought through the book I say it you know it the whole thing is that we're just to get that spiritual experience so that we can live happy joyous and free um, so I was bought, brought through the big book and I kept saying to my sponsor, you know, when am I getting this flash of light? You know, when is this spiritual experience coming? And she kept guiding me back to the appendix saying, read the spiritual experience appendix too. And when I read it, it taught me, you know, not everybody gets that, um, you know, that moment of tumbling to your knees and God coming in. For me, it was the educational variety. So over time I was changing. You know, um, I was more patient, you know, I was getting up in the morning and I wasn't shouting at the kids and I wasn't asking them to hurry up and I wasn't telling them how to live. And um, I was turning up and work and I was being more empathetic towards the clients I worked with. Um, I was listening to people, you know, I was turning up for coffee and looking at somebody in the eye, not going, what are they getting? Or I wish I was only starting to come in now and then I'd be able to, you know, all of those obsessions that I got when I was in the field that slowly was leaving as I was going through the steps um you know the, the, the step one is the 100% step you know give it that 100% you know get rid of those trigger fields you know for me it's red and green and I heard someone share a meeting on Sunday you know a yellow light always turns to red you know and I think of that with the field you know if I'm holding on to a yellow field you know it's going to have to go red eventually so I'm just like red and green you know just keep it to the two um and I had I followed the dignity of choice you know for the for the meal all the OA literature it was simple it was there it was given to me you know um so yeah morning prayer meditation connecting to the higher power the thing is I am powerless you know I could not run a bath never mind my life 
you know I could not run the show I tried to you know I really tried to and I really tried to get everybody to conform and to go with my beliefs and when they didn't that's when my resentment came up you know if someone didn't believe or agree with me you know I'd be like well what does she know and anyway you know does she not know that I know it um so I learned through going through the steps you know my four and five you know putting those people on the list oh I could write down in seconds I know who I'm resentful at you know boom 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 I had that column done in seconds I struggled with the one that I had to look at my part you know because I could justify and rationalize why you know so when I was being really not so friendly to my children's dad you know when I looked at my part I was like oh I have a part in this and my sponsor always said even if you only have one percent you have to take a hundred percent of that responsibility so I did you know and I shared that fifth step and my sponsor said put it all down you know higher power doesn't keep your fifth step on their fridge it's gone you know once we get we just need to share it and get rid of it um you know six and seven so short but so important that i practice it every day i'm willing to have these defects removed god please remove them you know and i'm getting to the point now where i'm like replace them with something better you know i'm happy to have them replaced there's other behaviors out there that i can replace those defects with my step eight and nine same thing i knew the freedom i got from step four and five so i was so eager to do it you know and when I sat down and said to the, the father of my kids you know I apologize you know I'm so sorry for the part of the relationship and you know I tried to make you somebody that you weren't you know and the freedom that came with that you know and it tells us in the book we're not always going to meet people that are going to be like yes it's fine you know but that's what that did you know it was years of feuds were gone you know and now we can co-parent two children together um, and yeah my my family you know friends I've had to make amends to friends for not turning up for not being present you know um and the step 11 my step 11 in the past you know my step 10 is daily you know get rid of those resentments resentments and fears you know it's the pebble in the shoe if it hits you at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're like oh I'm going to be grand sure I've done an outreach call it's not really annoying me you know in a few days time that's going to explode you know because we don't have the luxury of holding on to stuff like that um and then the 11, you know, my step 11 in the past was like going to bed going, I wasn't really sarcastic with anybody today. I thought I was being funny. I don't think I was bitchy, you know, whereas now my step 11 is, you know, where was I being of service today? What could I change tomorrow to make it a better day? You know, and I have to look at all those headings on the, I use the, the app and um, my spiritual toolkit and I send it to my sponsor every night. Um, and I have to connect during the day, take that pause, you know. There's a bit of bitching going in the office. You know, what do I do? Do I pull over my chair or do I remove myself and make a call or do I put on my ear pod? That's what I have to do. I don't have the luxury of those bedevilments. Um, and when I'm practicing my spiritual program, I will stay out of that. Um, and my step 12 is I have to be of service. So I have to be of service to my sponsors. I have to be of service to my sponsor. I have to be of service to my kids, my colleagues, anybody that I meet. So if I meet somebody on the street and they are, really really agitated and they're honking the horn you know I have to say maybe their day is just not going the way it should go and I don't retaliate um the other thing about the sponsoring for me it's so important that I have sponsors you know it's so important that I get to go through that big book all the time and um, I have to go back through it that's me being sponsoring and that's me getting back through and every time I read it, I always hear something different you know it probably depends on where my head is on that day um, and I have to keep 
in contact with my sponsor. So I have a check in with my sponsor and uh, we go through the steps. If I'm not checking in with my sponsor, I'm sponsoring myself. That's just the way I see it, you know. Um, I always, you know, for me, I suggest to sponsors, you know, weekly check in, fortnightly, monthly. And if it goes past that, you know, if I don't hear from a sponsor in a couple of months, I think they're obviously sponsoring themselves, you know, because I can't, um, you know, I still have to add things onto my food list. You know, two weeks ago before, or three weeks ago before I went away, I had to ring my sponsor and say, look, another field is coming up. I need to add it onto my red list. And she's like, yeah, perfect. We add onto the red list and we have a conversation about that. Um, and my check-in calls, any fears that come up, anything coming up in my steps, I need to have that, you know, I need to have that connection. Um, and the thing that this program has given me is I can go on holidays. I can be present, you know. I've had probably since 2020, probably six holidays away and the seventh one in January, which was I attended the big book, um, the birthday party for OA. Um, and that's not because by any fluke, that's because my higher power talked for me, you know. Um, I have a kid, you know, and I share it all the time. I'm sure if anybody hears me share, they're like, oh my God, that poor kid, it'd be like, mom, stop talking about me. But, you know, he doesn't let me go anywhere. You know, he has extra needs and he wants me here all the time. And when I said I was going to the OA birthday party, he was like, oh, my God, that's going to be great, you know, and he was delighted. And when I was sharing at the birthday party, he rang me that morning and he was like, what time will you be sharing? At? And I said, two o'clock. That's 10 o'clock here. I'll be thinking of you. You know, that's what this program gave me. You know, it gave me that. It gave them their man, you know, and it gave me a relationship that I can live today. You know, I didn't want to live you know, I didn't want to live in that uncomfortable, not being able to stand, not being able to walk around the shops without pushing a trolley, you know, not being able to walk into a room and look people in the eye, you know, because my physical appearance, my body shame, all of that that I had was killing me, you know. When I got up to like 410 pounds, you know, on blood pressure tablets, you know, ready for a stroke, one day I only have to do this program at a time, one day. So this morning I get up, I prayed and meditated that, you know, God, give me the next right thought direction. You know, I attended work. I'd done my outreach calls. I had my step. step Two minutes. Call. Thank you. I had my 10th step call with my 10th step partner. You know, I came home. My son is doing his exams. I collected him, you know, wished him good luck. Dropped my daughter into town with our friends. And I can come up and sit in my room and be of service. Um, and if I can do it, a single mom, two kids, full-time job you know when people say I have no time to do it I found the time to eat I found the time to eat I found the time to go to them shops to drive into the drive throughs multiple ones you know and I don't need to hurt myself with the food you know and the thing I say to people is we're not alone together we get better you know we have this fellowship we have our 12 steps but most important we have a love and higher power and with that I pass.